Aloha and welcome to a brand new year of the Rainbow Wrap-Up. Yes, I've heard your, your cries, your demands for more, your screams for, um, you know, I'm pleased to hear uh, the beautiful and nahe nahe voices of one Shane Lalao head, Agno, Sean Iman, and myself. And alas, we have returned. And uh, it's just as crazy as it was before and that's me trying to be nice about it because let's face it it's probably got a little worse so we're gonna dive all into that we're also gonna talk about you know some positives because uh hawaii sports is um you know going into or at least athletics going into its spring season um and winter seasons are underway so we're excited about some of those things and as rainbow fans of of all the teams um, we're so proud of all the accomplishments and we um, continue to see all of our friends at Stan Sheriff Center and on the road as well. So even when we don't have football season, we're still going to have our show. We're still going to talk a lot of football because um, we're not going to have anything short uh, to talk about. Um, but here at Hawaii Sports Fans as well, uh, we are entering into our playoff tours. And the very first playoff tour we ever did was the NFC Championship. Uh, the twenty. 13 actually NFC championship because it was in 2014 that we went and that was um, an amazing game at century link field. And, and we continued at Hawaii sports fans to just push the envelope and do more and more playoff tours until we've done six super bowls and continue to do AFC and NFC championships. And this year as well, we're going to bring some wild card action into the game. So if you are looking forward to going to any of the wild card next games next week, particularly the Kansas City game at Arrowhead. Um, please reach out uh, if you're a Steeler fan. Of course, we have a package for you. Steelers are going to be at Arrowhead against the Chiefs next week, Sunday night. And next week, Monday, the Rams and the Cardinals are going to play for the third time this season at SoFi Stadium. And we're going to have the best seats uh, for that game as well. We're going to have our Hawaii sports fans row going. I'm also going to have some seats um, up top in SoFi if you just want to get into the game as well. So, a lot of options for people that are, you know, excited about getting out there for the NFL playoffs. Don't know where to start. Hit it up at hisportsfans.com slash NFL tours. You can go and see the NFL tours at NFL tours on Instagram. Even I'm just going to branch out. Let's just say 100%. We are local. We are, we are native at Hawaii sports fans, but we are open to anyone. And, and we make so many wonderful friends everywhere we go. And especially Missouri, uh, I, you know, you, you never know. You, first of all, there's a lot of Polynesian out there. There's a lot of people from Hawaii, um, but that's the, that's the joy of the road. You get to always see and, and meet and, and, and meet new people and, and bond and learn each other's culture. And that's so important, right. To, to accept when I go to Missouri, I'm like eating so much barbecue. Of course I'm, I, I'm a carnivore, so I, I still eat a lot of, you know, meat and stuff and lots of delicious desserts. Of course, I'm always finding those um, but that's the thing. When I go to Kansas city, when I go to, you know, the South, any place, I, I, I need to eat the food. I need to learn about the people. I want to eat, learn their culture. I want to learn how they talk. I want to, um, you know, when I go to Wisconsin, I just eat like squeaky cheese and, and drink beer. And, you know, you want to do the things that are local, you know, you just got to do them because that shows the people there that you appreciate their culture and that you're embracing them or, you're at least trying, you know, and that's the importance when you are not from a place. 
And that can't be more important. And now my transition, maybe this will work better. Um, in Hawaii, it's so important when people come to Hawaii to embrace not just the things you see on Instagram and wow, you just want to take your own pictures and put it on there too. But understand that this is sacred land. This is native territory. Indigenous peoples are still thriving and are, um, you know, trying to make it in Hawaii and the university of Hawaii is one of those institutions that is supposed to be for everyone and particularly native Hawaiians, particularly for the pursuit of what is, um, you know, in Hawaii unique to us and special to us. So now that we are in this whole kerfluffle with our current situation and coach, obviously coach Todd Graham, now that he is, made a lot of national headlines. Um, a lot of it comes down to culture. And we're going to talk about first, um, you know, a Senate meeting that took place this past Friday, uh, January 7th. And it was a Senate inquiry between, I guess it was the, chair, the Senate uh, highs, um, Ways and Means Committee and Higher Ed Committee. So I guess the chairs of both committees convened this um, inquiry into <clears throat> our probe into the football team, because since we last left off with you folks, we talked about how bad it had gone with Chevin leaving our quarterback, who's from Hawaii, who's from one of the most prominent high schools in America and who decided to leave and go not even to, you know, power five school, but, laterally at best to our rival on the mainland san jose state so that was already bad and sean brought up the point well what if darius Moose out goes and then we're like no sean no that one i don't, I don't even know and then that happened <laughs> and then i don't know keep the, the story keeps going from there but anyways the senate um meeting was convened and a lot of the stuff that came out on Twitter, a lot of the stuff that has came out on Facebook, a lot of the stuff that came out offline at the game, stuff that I talked about on the show, stuff that I had heard. I talked about Tina, my friend, Tina, um, and I'll just put it out there. I mean, she's somebody that uh, is very close to me. So, and that's Derek Thomas's mom. So mm -hmm. I know that I, I, I've heard her frustrations for a long time and I know that she, um, had these things on her chest for a long time. So that's another thing that we need to realize as well. Just because the Twitter space thing happened in December, these issues go from way before. And the players, the alumni all brought that up. All brought that up. Right. So we're not talking about recent history. We're talking about issues that are deep-rooted from a riot that have come up. But since the departure of Darius Mosel, now going on to UCLA, and now Jonah Laulu, who got... A bunch of offers from Pac-5, uh, Power 5 schools and ended up signing with Oklahoma, I believe, committing to Oklahoma. It's harder because we're seeing like our jewels like go. Not only are they local, not only are they representative of our culture, but they're like our best. So what I feel like right now is, and I'll start there. What I feel like right now is they don't think, and by they, our administration our president, our AD, obviously, Board of Region Chair, they don't think it's a big deal. So 
is it a big deal? It's maybe that is, is, is the question we need to ask ourselves because not everyone thinks it's a big deal that all of these allegations are being brought against coach in terms of abuse, in terms of being told that, um, you know, they uh, have heard some racial terms, obviously. And those I, I and those I'm willing to discount even even if they are true. I'm not saying that we don't need they need to be they they absolutely need to be investigated. But even if we took away those things, because people are like, oh well, he didn't say those things, but he he has he has clearly affected so many people that enough so much it's not just a few that are bringing up you know are, are bringing up issues it's it's many so if so many people brought up issues which is what you know what we heard testimonies from players from parents former players former parents um former um you know players like rod york i guess <laughs> the rod york thing i'm not sure there are a lot of people that showed up on that on that to testify but it was I just think, I like they think, didn't care. I don't think Rod's going to be sending many of his boys up to UH. Just, just a hunch. Just a and that's feeling. sad. I mean, so Rod York of Milani High School, one of the best high schools, state programs in in Hawaii for the last at least several decades. You know that that is one of the teams you need to have funneling in, and that's what I'm saying. If Rod York is coming and saying that Coach Graham is not a fit. That has to that has to say something, but it, it just seemed like even with all the allegations, also the fact that we already had the handwriting on the wall. The players left, so the damage has been done. So this is the thing people keep forgetting: like we have already had damage done to our school. Right? Is it all of whose fault? Clearly, it's someone's fault. Clearly, it, it's COVID's fault. That's yeah. the that's the blanket. <laughs> It's yeah. the boogeyman. It's it's all COVID. That's it, guys. There's nothing to see here. That's what Matlin and Graham want you to believe. But it, it goes deeper than that. I think we have to kind of go back to like when uh, when Rolovich left. You know, Matlin went to the team and he asked them, hey, what do you guys want in a head coach? You know, and they told him. And, I, and he came up with Graham, which is – We've spoke to many people, you know, from the mainland and they just, just thought it was like a very odd hire and like a bad fit. And it's like uh, Rolovich played under June and June was very lax. He treated those guys like, like men. He kind of let them be who they wanted to be. And that's very different from Graham's style, I think. And I think when he came here, Penny always talks about how the culture was broken and how they needed to fix it. And I think, they're, you know, they're talking about discipline. But yeah. Rolovich left a team that competed in the Mountain West Championship game. So, I mean, you really didn't need to fix anything. You just kind of needed to keep it pointed in the, the, the right direction. And it's like, fast forward two years, and it's like, basically, all he's run off all of Rolovich's guys. And, and we're talking about the cornerstones of the UH football team. So, I mean, kind of looking back, like, it was just, I, I felt like this could have been avoided. Like, Matt, I felt like Matlin didn't do his homework. And it, it was just, if he had dug deeper, he would have saw that, you know, this, this, this was a bad fit. 
It's a bad fit. Not on hand. Uh -oh. he, did he mute himself? Can you hear him? I can't hear him. <laughs> I I mean, can you? I can't hear him, but maybe he's. Can't <clears throat> hear me. Okay, there now I go. can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah, didn't uh, Graham say in his press conference he brought that up, right? Oh, this is a ten-win team. I'm not. I don't. I don't have to fix anything. Obviously, they're successful. Uh, mm -hmm. Right? He said he wasn't going to make many changes, and like you hit it, you hit the nail on the head, Sean. Like he can't. He now he's almost running like a whole different system. This run and gun. I know we talked about it for weeks. Oh, fast tempo. Oh yeah, but every time you before you hike the ball, everybody got to look to the side and waste 15 more seconds. Like, come on, man. I'm tired of this. <laughs> so tired. So tired. Well, it looks like, um, you know, Graham, though, he didn't lose support of his AD or his president or his board of regents. Oh, yeah, oh. obviously. Matt, Matlin doubled down in that, mm. in that Senate hearing. He's, he's behind his, you know, he's behind Graham all the way. Yep. And the, the disappointing thing to me is like, I think like here in Hawaii, if you, if you're wrong and you say you're wrong, I think people will kind of, will give you a chance, mm -hmm. but at no point, at no point whatsoever, did he say, you know, I, maybe I was a little bit harsh or I didn't use the right language when I was talking to these guys, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to mix it up and do things mm -hmm. differently going forward. None of that. He never admitted nothing wrong. Just, you know, ignored everything. Just this is the way we do it. This is what I'm doing. Full steam ahead, which is, you know, to me, irritating mm -hmm. because I, I feel like I feel like he hasn't embraced who we are and what we are as a football program. You know, it, it's just it's kind of like he's just running the same playbook that he ran at his other five schools and it's just the only thing different is the H on the helmet. And, and this place is different. You can't do things like how it is on the mainland. That stuff doesn't work here. And I feel like if the Grams embraced more of Hawaii and like let Hawaii in and like let it change them, they would be a lot more successful. You know, if they let... Yeah. The change yeah. come from within them, and I, I I don't know. I just I just feel like they keep Hawaii out, so Hawaii's not embracing them, and I mm -hmm. feel like in the the last month, a lot of Hawaii has turned on them, and I I know you guys feel the same way too. Yep. And I know that a lot of people <clears throat> like in our group has reached out to the grounds, has tried to show them the way, you know, to try to get them to get to get in with this you know, in, in with this program, in with the norms and how to do things like the Hawaii way. Yep. And I, I just feel like they're just not interested, like not interested at all. Like they talk about it. And then when it comes time to do it, it's, they just don't for whatever reason. So. Yeah. Well, uh, go, go on chain. Oh no. Huh? You know, I, I told you guys because I was busy working that day, so I couldn't really follow up in real time on what was happening. But the little bit I did catch was Matlin's statement. And 
And I know I'm not the only one, but as soon as he started his statement, like, will you just read this thing that you write? I mean, can't you just speak <laughs> from the heart? You know, it's like everything is just so fake. Like, I don't, oh, I just don't believe anymore. Like, first he writes that statement on Twitter, which was, and then Todd Graham looked exactly the same. Like, so you guys said, like, well, well, did they hire the same guy to write the statements, you know? And then he got to read almost the exact same <laughs> statement that he put on Twitter. He read in that that hearing. It's like, dude, speak from the heart, man. Oh, and then, oh, I, I couldn't, uh, I, I had meetings with the kids, but due to privacy issues, I couldn't say what I was doing. <laughs> you can at least tell the public we're waiting to hear what you're doing, Mr. Matlin. You could have at least told us that, oh, yeah, I'm meeting with the kids. No worry. I'm going to. But he don't say nothing. And that's why that's why everybody's all frustrated. So, I I mean, yeah, yeah, Coach Graham is one issue, but there's an issue with up the, you know, it goes up the chain. And it's just, oh, it's just it's so frustrating. It's frustrating, man. Well, you talked about Shane uh, and Sean. Uh, oh, Sean, you just talked about you know him allowing Hawaii in and and or the Grams and how important the local ties are. We always talk about that in Hawaii. We always bring that up for every position in Hawaii. How important local ties are. I mean, literally, that's what we do every time someone's hired. We say like, how how are they tied to Hawaii? So when like the baseball coach was just hired who has no ties to Hawaii. That was already a red, that was a red flag as well. It seems like Matlin is, it doesn't believe that it's important for his hires to have ties to Hawaii. He mm-hmm. might believe that the assistant should have, woo. Wow. Thank you so much for that assistant job for the local. So what does that say to, to, to people, local people, a lot of people qualified to be coached by the way, head coach from Hawaii with ties to Hawaii lots. And it, it's more every year. That's, that's the thing. The more that we go on in life, the more people are qualified coaching candidates from Hawaii because that's how trees grow. They grow outward. So we have even more people, yet somehow we still manage to end up on a guy like Todd Graham, who Bruce Feldman, who's the college football beat of the heartbeat of freaking America, even admits that nobody in America had likes at all. And nobody could even give a good reference for. So that's what I'm saying. We're waiting for this other story. That are we, there must be the same people that wrote the references for Todd Graham because clearly they didn't get the other side of the story or Matlin didn't try hard enough because clearly Bo Graham already for getting kicked off, uh, fired for sleeping with the, one of the students. Um, you know, that's something that is crazy that he ends up becoming our offensive coordinator late, later on. And we don't hear this till later on. So I'm saying like this kind of stuff is should have been, um, you know, vetted out properly. There are people there and, and Malin, I mean, this, this is his biggest job. His biggest, his biggest job is to hire the football coach. R- literally. I mean, football is our most important program. I know um, his wife kind of went off on Facebook on somebody I saw about telling them that his, her husband has like 18 programs. And that's the thing too. Penny. It's not just Penny. Everybody's talking about, Oh, Penny's been going off on Twitter and Facebook and Penny's been going off in my text messages. So that's nothing new. But it's like, it's not just her. There are a lot of people, a lot of wives that defend their husbands on social media. Madeline's wife is one of them as well. And she, I mean, that's just, uh, there, there are people that just can't take heat and they can't take pressure 
and they can't take criticism when it is more than, I mean, clearly, and Madeline is just opening himself up to even more with that. I mean, you're right, Shane. It's like, it was so rote. It was like, he didn't even have any feeling behind it. There was no compassion for people. Literally, LATC's parents, Michael LATC, and it was heartbreaking. They talked about how the, the, the dad was crying. Samoan dad was crying. That's rough. Yeah, that was rough. Because man. his sons, he because Graham had broken his son's spirit for playing football. And then we were like, well, we have to hear the other story. So we have to hear about the one kid who's like, Graham really inspired me. It's like, that's not what we're here for. That's why Favela was like, this is not a rah-rah. That's why Mercado Kim was like, this is not a popularity contest. That's not what they do. That's what I'm saying. Like, And for people like Reardon to even be like, Oh, they did cherry pick. Like, get out of here. Sorry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry. And Dave is somebody I definitely respect, but I can't respect that take. That's not a take. I, it's like, come on, bro. Stop. Mm-hmm. They weren't even ready for anything. It's not that anything was cherry picked. They, no. they knew what was coming. Had they not listened to what was exactly. going on in the world? Yeah. They well, knew what was going to happen. And even if it was cherry picked, and even if there are people that yeah. do support the grams, there's if there's this many people unhappy, yes. you have to make changes. Yes, it's, right. It's like yes. Who cares if there's still some people that are that are supporting <laughs> him? There's too many people that don't. It's so exactly right. Something has to be done. So yeah, yeah. And like going back to the beginning of December when the stuff was going down and Matt Lynn, you know, like I went back and I looked through his Twitter, and it's just there's. There's just no, he's, there's just no update. There's no, you know, you need to keep the lines of communication open, especially yes. when the issues are this big, when you're, when your head football coach is skating on thin ice, you need to try to be transparent. And mm-hmm. I know that UH really sucks at that. You know, <laughs> they give these rote answers and, yep. you know, canned answers. And it's just, it's just tired. It is just so tired. And it's like, we put so much into this and like we spend our money and our free time following these sports and, you know, investing in the program. The least you can do is at least keep us updated on stuff or like, this is what I'm doing. I talked to coach Graham. We're going to work on some things for next year. Yeah. You know, and we, we kind of heard that in the, in the meeting, but it's like, bro, how hard is it to put a, a couple lines down on Twitter? You know, Something. Well, what they did, they did what we know, because right after the Twitter space, we had call the coach, right? So take people back to that. When oh. we we're like, for sure, we're going to get answers because everybody knew about the Twitter space. No, but no I, Bobby, I Curran, Bobby Curran had that. to make sure yeah. that nobody, it never exactly happened. According to Bobby Curran, it never happened. According to coach, only people that were not important uh we're on the, we're on the uh, call anyways. The entire team was on the Twitter space, entire team. And most of them were talking. So that's why I said on there, don't, 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 yeah, don't try to, you know, gaslight us. Yeah, don't, don't, we know, don't, but the the lawn is on fire and you're saying what a nice house it is. It's like, (laughs) shut up. Let's talk about the fire, please. (laughs) It's so dumb. Uh, uh, I see that dog emoji or gift thing when you talk about the house on fire. But yeah, I do agree with that um, because I believe the house is on fire, but it looks like at this point, um, you know, it, what's worse is that, like you said, Sh- Sean, earlier, um, Graham has basically lost a lot of Hawaii. So imagine him coaching again next season. Yeah, oh. I, I got a I got a poll up on Twitter. You know, like, do you want 
uh, Todd Graham is our coach, and like ninety percent is is no. So and let's face it, Madeline said when asked by Glenn Wakai because Michael Green brought it up earlier, saying I just assume businessmen are going to pay him out, are going to buy him out. So Wakai was building off of that. So when people are yeah. like, it's not fair that Wakai, no, it's in con- contextually it was fair because it was broached before several times in the conversation within the context, whether he did it in front of Graham or not. Oh gosh. Oh no. People are like, I, I can't believe how many people make excuses for these men, these grown men. I, I just, I, who make a lot of money off of our tax taxes. Um, you know, I, I just, it's just shocking how many people of fans in Hawaii who, who say that they support Hawaii, but they really don't. They just are sick of fans that support poor leadership. And that's freaking pathetic. Sorry. So anybody who's over there still supporting just this just crazy show and and we're the ones that are are suffering for it. Don't don't forget the fans are always the one because these people can't walk mm-hmm. away. The Grams can't walk away scot free right now, and nothing will be wrong with them. They'll be fine. They'll have their money. They'll be good. They got their house in Portlock. They'll be fine if they walked away right now. We're the ones that got it again. Start over, starting mm-hmm. all over again. So the point Gonna that I hard. the point that I come back to <laughs> is. I feel like our football program is in trouble. All our star players are running away. All these problems, you know, yep. and it's like our administration doesn't even want to talk about it. They're yeah. just saying we got it covered. Yeah. And it's like if if I believe for a second that these issues were were you know like pono were like taken care of, then those people wouldn't have left. They I feel like they would have yep. given them a chance. But all they all left, you know, they all left. <laughs> Our two team captains. Like, what are we what are we building on for next year? It's like Graham is gonna have the chance to to show us what he has with his system because it's gonna be all his guys, because none of Rolovich's guys are left. He, he's basically run them off. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is scary is that yeah, who's gonna support even like the winning? There's a lot of people who are just turned off by the program, especially no. if they already offended away local kids that these people know right right rod york was if you read between the lines he was saying i'm not pushing my guys to uh anymore and i i heard that from the baseball coach you know like when trapasso was here it's like they said they would push their guys to the mainland instead of uh because they didn't trust uh to develop their players and i think that's the thing that's concerning to me is that our players are not getting what they need at uh whether it be the support, the coaching, all that stuff. And they're, they're going to go somewhere else. And it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard to support that. Yep. I mean, it's... and then, and, and our administration is saying everything's fine when it's clearly not, which is even more irritating and frustrating to me. Yeah. And don't give me my, on my end. I'm not attacking Matlin's character or you know the Grams they might be really really good person and they have good hearts and they mean well but in the position that they're in maybe that's just not they're not the good do you know what I mean they're not excelling in their positions yeah I'm not attacking their character so I, I hope people don't listen to this podcast oh you guys are so mean <laughs> these people are so nice I'm not doing that. I'm just saying that yeah. I just don't think that these people are 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 the right, you know, pe- candidates for the jobs that they're hired to do. And that, that's all I'm saying. And it's a, and 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 
to the program's defense, we also don't get the support. Like, yes, I know that this hearing was is a good thing and it needed to happen. But yeah. like I, I heard you guys say, you know, like the Senate, like how many of them actually even probably went to one game? Yeah. Do they even support the program themselves? Like, Makai, his, like, his, his picture with his dog was on the front of the front. A lot of the senators, I'd say more than the legislature, do support. They do. And then Kai is a thing, but they don't have a relationship. Yeah, and I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. They just started yeah, a pro- apportioning yeah, yeah, yeah. more money. Five million dollars to the UH system. Four million goes to Manoa. A million goes yeah. to Hilo. So there are giving additional funds. And okay. that was a recent thing. Just the relationship. Can, but like the point is symbolically in Hawaii. How important is Hawaii football? I agree. Like I would make it at the forefront. So these politicians, if I were a politician, if I were a governor of the state, I would I would make Hawaii football part of the fabric of our local culture because that's important to me. Hawaii football, in my point, in my in my view, brings binds together local people in a way that is unique, even. Um but people like Malin, they don't share that view. Lastner absolutely doesn't. Lastner, I, I have no idea. I, who knows what his views are? Um, he's, he, he is a nice guy. Lastner, I've taken shots with him. I mean, he's a he's a guy. I've taken a lot of <laughs> selfies with him. If you looked on the HI Sports fans at HI Sports fans Instagram, um, you know, it's and it, it's not like about these guys not being nice people. It's about mm-hmm. them being able to function in their in their jobs because it's exactly. the fans that pay for it. The fans who are actually paying money and then pay for it because we don't get what we should be getting in return, which is a functional division one program. But we really mm-hmm. don't have that. Yeah, and then we got all these players leave, like like look at all these players going to power five schools. And I'm thinking, we had all this talent, bro. We should have been like Mountain West champions. Well, and, and that's what I get to is like. And I know you guys feel the same way too, that it was just something was off with the whole team the whole year until, you know, the Wyoming game. I felt like the Wyoming game, we should have seen that team the whole year. Mm -hmm. So it just, it speaks to players realize that was their last game. Yes. So the only thing they realized Wyoming was like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yes. They were playing for themselves. Yeah. They were playing for themselves. It was an audition tape for their next stop. And they just say, screw the coaches or whatever. We're we're doing this for ourselves. We're doing this for our teammates. You know, screw everything else. And we're Mm -hmm. going to go out, you know, like, you know, like, geez. So, like, I don't, I don't know. It's just (laughs) so. (laughs) This is, Uh, you know, it is frustrating because we are always the raw, raw people. We are always the positive people. And we are still going to be that. Even if the team comes back, we probably, even if. Even if there's still even growing more growing animosity between animosity between the Grams and the fans, which I could see happening if if people if they if nothing is done and there's it doesn't seem that things are getting better. I don't know. It'll just be awkward at games. I just don't understand. I mean, yeah. like you said, Penny, his wife removed her social media presence completely, and people are sharing a a screenshot of her. What was like her right. IG story right. that said like it didn't it, work out, but it that's didn't work okay. out. Yeah, but what was she? Okay. What is it? Like his yeah. tenure? Because are, is she saying it's over? Well, it was very or, cryptic. It was very I know, cryptic. Extremely. It was like open. It was open ended. So yeah, like there's people that are hoping that they're gonna, he's gonna quit <laughs> and and you know hightail it for Texas. But I I wouldn't hold my breath, guys. No, hell no. So, so I, the thing I just is like, think. Go ahead. 
Well, he got all the support of his his bosses, and he. What I mean, yeah, that could have been, you know, Matlin could have helped crucify Graham. Honestly, I mean, if Matlin, <clears throat> you know, I don't know, I don't know. Matlin chose to double down. So two, yeah, two point four million dollars. He's doubled. You know, he's double dog daring you to fire him. You know, go ahead. Fully guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I don't mean, know. I, and it's just hard, like, for us fans, like, going forward, like, there's not much to be optimistic. It's going to be a total rebuild for next season. And with all that talent, we, we came in last place in the West. So, mm. I mean, you take off all that talent, and it's like, it's just, it's just hard. And it's like, how many season ticket holders are there going to be for next season? Yes. You know, basically, with all this stuff going on, there's a big, dark cloud over the UH program. And I, I just feel like the UH administration, the coach, they're, they're not helping to part the skies and to, to move forward in a way that the fans and the athletes can feel comfortable with. So you're going to see comp- people continue to run away. And that's frustrating. <laughs> Yep, damage done already, man. Like, yeah, I don't see how the like you guys said, I don't see how how they can still attract or hold on to the fans that are here, that are still here. I mean, for us gung-ho guys, we're gonna go no matter what, but there's a lot of people that's not gonna come back already. They're just fed up, you know. And I think there's there's a growing segment, it's like people people will like, they'll deal with Todd Graham as the coach, but they don't want him as the head coach Mm -hmm. because he doesn't represent what Hawaii is about. And that's, that's a big problem. Mm -hmm. A big problem. I don't know. I don't know. Still people that are upset about the, the wristbands. There are people upset uh, about how he dressed. I mean, the doctor, I mean, whether people want, I mean, whether with Petty or not, he's, he, he didn't exactly, he's just gained more enemies. Jesus hat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't yeah. know, just think about what, like, what Hawaii's about. Mm. You know, Ohana, and if, if you're on the team, mm. it doesn't matter if you're a walk-on or, like, or if you're a starter or reserve. It's mm. like, if you're on the team, you're on the team. You're part of the family. You know, okay. you got so, and I, I know COVID has been tough, and there's, there's no place that handled COVID with more restrictions than Hawaii, but mm-hmm. I just, I just have a feeling that it, it's, it goes beyond that because mm-hmm. the, the number one is, Oh, it's COVID. It's COVID. I, I just feel like there's more, there's something that's definitely just. Let's wrong. talk about a little bit wrong about what happened. That. The Senate hearing was about two and a half hours. It featured yeah. a lot of testimony. Um, some from the people that hosted Twitter space alums, RJ Hollis and, and Daryl McBride, who I appreciate. They called the media as well for, for not, um, you know, sharing the the issues that are there with the program because so many people. So that's why people should be really careful when they say, oh, you shouldn't say that. It's so negative. That kind of thought is the reason that stuff has been getting swept under the rug forever. And right. who knows what else has been getting swept under the rug and how, what else the school has been. They tried to address, people. they've tried to address this at the, before the season, during the season, yep. they didn't have anything else to do. There, it was falling on deaf ears, and it's like it. All that stuff was worse than what we even thought. 
is terrible. Yeah. The issues are just, it plagues the entire program. So we also had, um, well, Tina, like we said, that's not just when you say the entire program, not just the, the coaches or not just the, the athletes, the athletic but their parents. Department. Yeah. Um, as well. And um, like I said, Tina, I know, who's the mother of Derek Thomas. And she had, she was saying that Penny, you know, she was really emotional with her testimony as well. Talked about how Penny said that her, her, her kid didn't try hard enough, which, which Penny had written in a Facebook messenger. That's why this is so crazy because like, this is like middle school. Like, yeah, right. why would Penny, and Penny and Tina are going out in Facebook messenger. I get screenshots. Penny sends screenshots to people. Tina's sending screenshots. It's, it's insane. Like, that's why when I heard Tina's voice, I was like, oh, my God. Like I said, Tina's my friend. Like, I, I've known her for several years now. And, um, you know, she is very passionate. Definitely a um, someone that is always – she's at nearly every road game. And she comes to a lot of home games, too. So she's someone that, you know, is seen a lot as well. And, and she felt – particularly, I know, at the New Mexico State game, there was a lot of tension there. And that was the game I said Day-Day's dad had pushed the – one of the students from New Mexico right. State and Penny had to tell Day Day to, to don't go on the stands. And Penny was like blocking Day Day. And then Tina was like trying to get on the field and the security was stopping her. And she was like, oh, they're on. It was crazy. Like I'm saying, like, there's so much drama. So when people are like, I can't believe how much drama. I'm like, bro, you don't even know. Like I hear all, <laughs> I've been hearing this all year. Like, um, you know, but like you said, going forward, who's it's going to be hard to pay for this team. We have a February signing deadline coming up in you know, less than a month, I believe now. And do you do you honestly think Bianco's gonna sign on? Yeah, I know we we're talking about that. I, I can't see him signing at all. I, I, I'd be shocked. I would be, be shocked. shocked. I would be shocked. So 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 getting back to this, I got a Facebook message from my cousin today, and her son got accepted to the University of Hawaii. And she asked, you know, he's a football player, and he she wanted to know if him walking on was a good idea. And I told him, I told her, absolutely not. Like our, our program's a dumpster fire now. And it's just like, it's super, like under normal circumstances, I would love for like one of my family members to come it, even more so to, you know, cheer them on. And like, how cool is that? But for like, for me to tell one of my family members, don't send your kid here. Like how screwed up is that? Mm -hmm. Screwed up. Yeah, it is. And that's sad because like you said, high school coaches already have that perception as well that they can't get their athletes developed if they send them to uh so and that's who needs to be supporting you the most and you know like st louis's transition to running run and shoot was in um in accordance to how you know uh's program was running the run and shoot so it was natural there as well we saw the best team in the state was running the same offense as they're running at uh so it'd be a natural fit for those players to go and like everything should be one cohesive program from but that, obviously that's the, the team that's itself the to all the high schools yeah that's the theme is that this, there is there's so much division and segmentation and infighting it's it's no wonder that this team can't function properly it's it's not the way it's supposed to be so and until that's addressed until that's fixed i don't think things are going to get better yeah so i'll start with you shane what what should the school do in your opinion, right? What should the school do? Oh man, uh, it's just if the team, if the school had the money, first of all, because the school does have the money if they needed it, 
and that was presented up. The the school had the money to buy out Coach Graham uh, should they buy him out. Because I read, because somebody brought up the topic of when Norm Chow got released. Yeah. They said that, uh, I, I don't know who said it, but the school basically said, we can't afford to fire him, but we also cannot afford to not fire him. Yeah. Which is also the case now. I mean, exactly. So much damage done. Where you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let them go already. There's, I don't think there, I don't know how the Grams can come back from this. I really, I really don't. I really, really don't. You know, and it, it's, and, and my friend, um, I had this, my blog that I used to write, lalalhead.com, and it was my Sheesh. friend just got it, my friend <laughs> just got it back up and running again because he wants me to start writing. So I was just looking at my past articles and there was one article I wrote about Rolovich when he got hired and all the things he did, mm-hmm. like, you know, how he had the water gun fight and how he yeah. did the scholarship, yeah. how he did those creative scholarship yeah. Yeah, with the wrestling and everything. And then he yeah. had that yeah. knocker ball. And then that one where he had the contest where the three people had to catch the punt to avoid the, yeah. to get out of practice. It was so much you could see how much the kids enjoyed being there. And, and now we're in this, you know, fast forward to three years later and we're in this predicament, like, holy crap, what the heck happened, man? So it's just like so night and day. Like, I know, I don't know all the, what's really going on inside. I don't know how hard it is to, release this person, get rid of that person. But I truly don't believe we can survive with Graham as our coach. I, no. I truly don't. I don't. What about the rest of um, coach uh, or Senator Kurt Favela also introduced or put out a um, petition calling for the removal of coach Graham and also AD and I believe Lastner and, and, Lastner. and the board of region chair possibly. I don't know what the support is there. (laughs) That's like a full-on clean house, huh? I don't know. You guys think that could happen? You you can justify it based on the culture. Yeah. The culture of, you know, their house is not in order. And they were not ready to to defend themselves. Oh, also based on the fact. Oh, sorry, sorry. And you're right, Sean. Based on the fact that sorry, bro, they they can have lawsuits brought up against them. Michael Green said they could have lawsuits. Ricardo Kim said they could have lawsuits. So you're going to wait till they have lawsuits. This is people in Hawaii. Let's wait till I have both sides and they have lawsuits and then the, they have to settle all of court. So they're going to be settling all this money out of court. And the guys who made all the mistakes stick around. And that's why we do need to clean house. I mean, mm-hmm. for sure, that needs to happen, especially after that Senate meeting. But that was crazy, Hale, man. That was Protect bad. That Hale. was an embarrassing moment for Mellon, for for Lastner, for the Board of Region right. Chair, who is so lost. I also, like, feel, I also feel like it, it took that. <clears throat> Yeah, it did. It, exactly. They, they, they've been trying so hard to keep this crap in the closet. Yep. And they just yep. keep saying, we've got everything under control. And all these monsters keep crawling out of the, the closet. And yep. it's just, it's, it's terrible. It's em- embarrassing. But I also feel like it's necessary. If this yep. is the path that it needs to, to, you know, that we need to walk to make this program better, to get it fixed, then like, so be it. Because it was controversial that it got, brought before the senate in the first place mm-hmm. yeah but i just i just feel like uh's long-standing uh well 
we've got it. We're addressing it. You know, don't worry that that crap's not going to fly. And if, if you're, you know, going forward, I think you need to be more transparent about what you're doing and how you are, you're handling things because people are watching and not only like people here, more people are watching you here. People across the nation. Oh yeah. It's all over. Yeah. You're going to be under a microscope. So So, what, what, what does happen now on the 20th? Just, the Board of Regents is meeting with the Senate or is just strictly just the no, board it's just of their Regents? meeting. It's their it's their like monthly meeting or something. So that's why uh, the guy was like, well, we haven't had a meeting since like and that's why they were like, OK, so do you think you should have convened a special meeting? He's like, uh, I mean, it's not unusual for people to be leaving the team like that's, <laughs> that. That's what I mean. He doesn't think it's important. Last doesn't yeah. think it's important. So if, if you yeah. people are going crazy, he's saying Michael Green. You're going, you're so impassioned, but you're being mo- very irrational. That's what they're saying to Michael Green. That's what they're saying to the parents of Michael Elatise, who say that their son didn't get help for his depression. They're saying that they're being irrational yeah. and that there's too mm-hmm. much. So as, as fans, you feel comfortable. There are people defending these people mm-hmm. who basically are monsters, really, if, this, if all these right. things are true. It's just yeah. like, you know, uh, Penn State hiding things or any other schools. It's going to get to that level, and especially if there's an investigation. That's, that's what it that's what it reminded me of. Like, yeah. it crossed my I'm like, this is like the Joe Paterno thing at Penn State. Yeah. Like, this is this is the danger zone that UH is treading in. Yeah. And with and they don't seem that concerned about it, which no. just irritates the hell out of me. So it's man, I so hard to root for this damn team <laughs> frick and i, I well, that's know. why it's, we gotta separate it it's we're not rooting for this the the program it's the administration the department i don't see anybody in the department that i would trust to lead it right now currently not, not a single person and that's a, because of the culture that was that is, is lacking there and that's because it's not important to the president of the school to have an AD that has local ties, nor is it important for the AD that not does the AD believe it's important for his football coach or any of the coaches to have local ties. He doesn't care. And we have more than enough qualified candidates with local ties more, but he wants to do things his way and they're not working. And now he doesn't want to pay the price and he's embarrassed about it. He he saw a guy that had P five success at a discount. Mm. Barely, barely success. Not like he was like winning Rose bowls or something. We we don't have that chancellor. Remember that Virginia, the one yeah. that used to wear the hat. Yeah. We don't have Henshaw. a chancellor. No, she she's she left, right? So then I don't so I think I don't think there's a, a chancellor anymore. Yes. Yeah. So after no. the chancellor thing, remember they're like, this is a waste of a role because oh, every campus had said. a chancellor, but Manoa had a president who is on Manoa, who's a president of the entire UH system, which is Lastner. But he's also the chancellor of Manoa, I guess, as well. So, so even more so, he's working directly, and that's why I think that also created that conflict. And when you have people from the mainland, we talked about mainland people will hire mainland people, and that's what we see in Hawaii: four mm. people in a row: board of regent, president, ad, head coach. Four prominent roles in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. In Hawaii, the state of Hawaii, not in football. In Hawaii, in our state, in our government, mm-hmm. mainlanders who don't believe. That local being local is important. Having local ties is important. They don't believe that at all, even though as yeah. we believe that. Even though as the senators, they believe that. That's why the yeah. senators need to step in. That's why they need to step in. And is yeah. it a coincidence that 
all the local, the, the coaches that did have Hawaii ties or do, they get demoted or yep. moved to coaching they, Exactly. That they're not even familiar. And look who's leaving them. the program, our local players and our yeah, best local yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, and see? that is why we had to convene a meeting. And that's why when people say why, it's like, if you don't can't see the damage done to a program that is, like I said, a, pro- a portion $4 million a year, first of all, and is for the people of Hawaii, for its mission is to serve all of the people of Hawaii, not to just fill up one person's bank account and then let his, and also his children as well. Yes. Which is what's going on. That, that Yeah, that family is taking $1 million a year out of this state. So, it's, so what do you think? What about you, Sean? What needs to be done? So I think we give Graham this year. And if, if, if he can't prove that. Wait, you're after all of this, Sean, you're, you're saying right. that you wanted no, to coach I, this year. He, he, co- <laughs> he coached, look, he coached under the two oh God, COVID, coached under the two yeah. COVID things. And <laughs> oh God. He, ba- he back. Wait, am I hearing this? Right. Am I back? Shane just back, said we can't afford to have him any longer. And Sean goes, Yeah, I think we can have him. I need to I need to roll the tape back. This is a <laughs> shocking reversal of what I thought was gonna I was gonna hear. No, I I think um no, I think he deserves um, a shot to right the ship. I think he backed himself. So up he's gonna change two, everything. He's gonna change two, two. he's gonna bring the other players back. No. No, he's not. How is he right. gonna write the ship, Shane or Sean? Uh, you gotta give oh. him the opportunity to do what? What is he gonna do? He scared away our best players to, sh- to show some aloha. So you're gonna. Get- <laughs> I know. I mean, honest, Sean. Like this is shocking yeah. because you're the one that is over here. But now, I mean, I know. I don't. I, I, like, I don't. I, I, don't, I, I, I uh, If you want us to keep, like, we just said, fans so, are not so coming like, back to the games. Sean so, Iman, so, if we fired him right now and we hired Rich Miano, you know how much difference it would be? You know how much the morale would change right now? Yeah. In Hawaii? Yeah. So you would prefer we, to have him there than for us to hire or name Rich I Miano, just feel, somebody I just else, Timmy like Chang, somebody as our as coach As bad tomorrow. as all this stuff has been, it's not, there's not enough of a smoking gun to fire him. And I think with that said, he deserves the opportunity to fire to him, buy him out. We just said if we have the money, what are we gonna? And even if we don't have the money, we can find the money. We just talked about this, so you would say if we have the money, which was brought about, which was said, Michael Green, he would have businessmen that would find the money, or people get the money, like Glenn Wakai brought up to Matlin. If you had the money, would you? Well, that's buy what I'm saying. Like, yeah, because Matlin's not gonna fire him. So okay, so I'm asking you, Sean. I'm in right clean now. House. Well, I'm asking you that question. That's why right now. Like, what do you think? I would prefer him not to be the coach of the UH of yes. the University of Hawaii. I okay. would prefer, but I just feel like he's going to get a shot to. to no, no, no. Play. What would you do, Sean? That's not the question. If you, right now, if you were, if what should happen? Sorry, <laughs> not to take that, but I mean, like that's that seems pretty obvious yeah. to me. I at would, this point. I would you know prefer I mean? him. I would prefer him not to be the head coach at the University of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just, it's just this feeling in my gut and you can just see it like the, the fact that his son you know Bo and all the you know the, the whole staff it's just an incompetent staff mm-hmm. the kids aren't getting what they need 
and everyone is running away from this program. Yep. So, <clears throat> You're not wrong in saying that he'll probably not be fired and probably not Madeline either. Madeline should resign. And Michael Green said that he should have the guts to well, resign. These, these people make $250,000. So should he resign, year. Sean? Should he resign? Not is he going to resign? Should he resign? He should. I think he should. Who, Madeline? Yes. He, he, he won't. He well, won't. should he resign, Sean? I'm asking he you should. for a question. Shane just said he should. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you are we look are you watching a different program? Because you, you've been going off, Sean, and then you're like, Yeah, no, let's no, change no. nothing. Let's change nothing at the end. Like literally, that's what <laughs> yeah, you said, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so like, what do you I, think? Uh, Michael Green said you should have the guts to resign. So if Michael Green, what do you think, Sean? Michael yeah, Green's wrong? No, I was very pleasantly surprised and it gave me hope what Michael Green said. Yeah, because there's actually people in Hawaii that still care about the program. Yeah. And people at that level. I didn't know that people like him cared. And yeah. that was yeah, that was a shocker. So that gave, that really gave me hope. And the fact that yeah, he was crying. I, I loved it. Yes, he was crying. I, 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 I was it. like, whoa, this guy. Oh, Michael Green cried. <laughs> he was crying. Yeah. He was like yeah. very impassioned. I was like, oh, this guy is very and he's like, I'm you. sorry, I'm so sorry for getting emotional. But I'm he sure talked about sure. how important Hawaii was to him. Hawaii, the place was to him. And that's why the football team was important to him. And that's what I talk about every time. Why I love, why I personally love this team is because I love where I'm from more than anything. And I, there's a lot of things I love, but one thing I love the most and one thing I'm so proud of is where I'm from and where I was born and where I was raised and where I live. I mean, if you cannot get behind that and you are behind, and you are coaching one of our teams and you should not be my coach. I'm sorry. Right. So, I mean, winning is important and there's no way in hell you can tell me that we're closer to a Mountain West championship today than the day that Mike, uh, when Todd, Todd Graham walked through the door, there's no way you can tell me we're closer, but beyond that, it's like the, the pillars of what it means to, to play for this team and to be a part of this program are not being upheld. So that needs to change and it needs to change like right now. I mean, yeah. I don't see, I don't see the, the morale. That's why that's the thing coming back for the team. I mean, I don't, like you're saying, right? The ship, what is it? What can he do to get all the fans back? I've already said this and I've told, I've said this to Penny directly. He needs to start calling some people. He needs to go to Stan Sheriff and shakes people's hands. Stop making excuses. Stop, stop, stop talking about how you can't do things. Like, get I out feel there like it's, it. it's too late already. It's too late. It is. It is. And I, and I think that's it. So, but you're the one saying right here, give them another year, let them shake hands. That's why I'm saying, you want us to sit around like this for a whole nother year? Come on now. Because <laughs> doesn't the we are. We, five, I'm not saying we 500, won't. 500,000 next year. I mean, that's the thing. It, 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 either way, it, it's, you already lost. It's worse now than what it was. The, the program is worse off than it was a month ago and that's right, worse absolutely. off than it was two weeks ago and it's worse like literally it's getting worse exponentially it's worse as we go yeah. Yeah. so what needs to be done is there needs to be a, a revamp of everything people need to be installed at the public trust right and can see at every who can who they can trust as head coach who they can trust as athletic director who they can trust as the people in the administration who they can trust yeah. as president. Don't tell me they're not qualified people to be the president of the University of Hawaii system. Get out of here. Please <laughs> do not even get out of here with this. You're not even, you're not on my intellectual level if you think you can tell me there's nobody in Hawaii 
that's qualified to be a University of Hawaii yes. president. You are just a self-hater. That's what you are. And that's what a lot of people in Hawaii are. They're self-hating because that's what that's really what's what is codified in a lot of us, what is internalized in a lot of us when we're born here in Hawaii because of the plantation mentality that you brought up, Sean, is that brown people, we are not good enough. We have to always wait for someone from the mainland to help us out and to show us the ways. And now we have four positions filled by four mainlanders who don't even care mm-hmm. about our local ways and they're in charge of the program. That's literally what's happening right now. And we, we saw it on display. And people still, plantation mentality, people are like, oh, yeah, we got to hear the other side. Because, uh, you know, because, that you know, like, bro, are you going to go to everybody's house? I already said this for how long? We're hemorrhaging season tickets and nobody cares, Sean. So even before Graham, we were already we're already going. We were already, uh, right. we were already leaking faster well, yeah, we- than the freaking... Red Hill, we were re- leaking we, faster than that. So now it. we're already freaking gushing. Yeah. So how do you stop the bleeding? Start over. I mean, we have yeah. to. Yeah, you blow it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody decided he was going to blow up the football team for no reason. And then look at where <laughs> we are now. Yeah, because the, the damn thing didn't need to be rebuilt. It just needed to be yep. pointed in the right direction. And, and he, he didn't do that. Yeah, that's why this whole ordeal too. I, I didn't, I I had faith in Matlin because he's the one that hired Rolo, but now as time goes on, it, it just makes me see. I don't think he's the right man to lead our athletic program into the, you know, the next tier or the top tier of the Mountain West. Because first it was Chapasso and like how many years of mediocrity until they finally. Uh, let him go. Uh, eight years. Know. He eight years. He should have been yeah. shipped out of here, yeah. where they just kicked the can down the street with the one year contract. And now basketball is still like always, uh, so so frustrating with basketball. And now the football and and it's just everything. I think the athletic director needs to be able to market the school, market the program. Look, dude, there's uh-huh. like there's no <laughs> there's no. Sure. Like my mom, we had our Christmas dinner with my mom last night. For me, for my mom, she knows it's easy to shop for me because all she got to look for is UH stuff. And she mm-hmm. told me, you know how frustrated she was because everywhere she go, well, you guys have UH stuff. Oh, no, you got to go Walmart or Target. Like what? Who, every every store should have at least some UH stuff. This is the, yeah. this is our freaking sports program of the state. It's like, gosh, we're, we need like marketing. We need a good social media person. It, it's just, oh, I don't. But that's what the talk about. You didn't even talk about pay-per-view they, too. Pay-per-view. Yeah. It's like, we still have pay-per-view. He signed mm-hmm. that contract again this mm-hmm. year. Knowing how it kills our fan base. Pay-per-view is bad. If you, anybody defending pay-per-view, get out of here too. Sorry. Stop already. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. It's like the, these people that are like, it, we're the only program that does it, but it makes the most sense. Or like, no, it, it doesn't at any level, doesn't. especially when there are yeah. other people willing to bid for the same contract and not not block out their own team's fans by making them pay mm-hmm. $70 yeah. a game, which my grandfather still pays, obviously. Um, but if you don't get that and that that's bad for the fan base, that's what that's what we're saying. It's it's more expensive to keep doing things wrong and keep losing mm-hmm. everyday fans. But when you don't care about the retention of everyday fans, which we talk about all the time here because you sold out, oh, we just need the corporate donors. 
It's funny when we're at the game at Stan Sheriff and congrats. Well, brings the men's volleyball team raised the national championship. I was there in Columbus to see the team win the national championship, which is amazing. And to, to, to be in that atmosphere and to, to see the banner being, you know, lowered in Manoa was cool. It was, could have been done a lot better in the way they did it. Um, but you realize that, you know, there's, there's, there's something about that connection with Hawaii, with people in Hawaii that, um, it is just like fleeting because the things that we used to be so used to, like, like Shane was saying, basketball wins and all these things we took for granted, like with Riley Wallace and all these things. But there was also that connection with all these coaches to the people. That's why we talk about Tommy mm-hmm. and we talk about all these, these coaches of the past that they, they were so endearing to people, but there has that connection is lost. It's gone. Like you barely see that even with Robin. And I think Robin is beloved. Obviously she's one of the greatest coaches, greatest volleyball players of all time, really in American history. And she, um, you know, even with the success she's had, she doesn't get as much It's just something different. Like there's a disconnect that's not, that hasn't been, that's not there with the Wahine anymore either. Um, but like I said, like that, th- those kind of things like TV is so, is so huge. So many people like that are Nebraska fans that, um, what we see on the road, we have a, a few that they played Creighton basketball. We talked about them on, on the show a few times, but some guys that we see on the road and they, you know, just like Kavay are, are hip hop extraordinaire artist. Um, he was sold on those late night UH football games that were on like Fox sports West and everything else. And, that's all gone. That all of that is gone when you're not able to, um, you know, when you have TV contracts that are so exclusive and, you know, nobody's going to jump on the team one sports app to watch UH like for free on the mainland. Like nobody's yeah. going to do that. Like it's easier when they can just go to Fox sports West and it's 12 AM. Only the hardest sports, of the hardcore fans will be willing to do, jump through the hoops needed to watch this team. <sighs> But we have we we definitely feel like you know uh, we've reached a, a point where things need to be a change for sure, and we're gonna just say it. Okay, January twentieth. That's really our next chance of hearing any kind of updates or any kind of. So yeah, so. La- Lastner and Matlin, you better start preparing because you know. <laughs> uh, you're going to be asked some questions and uh, do your job. Well, it'll be interesting because like a lot of people are saying, like, like Kurt Favela had the Senator Favela had, had um, alluded to is that this, they're all in cahoots with each other. You know, they're all defending each other. And yeah. that's why when you're each other's bosses, right. it's crazy, right? It's like Matlin hires, you know, Graham and then like Lastner's his boss and he's there protecting him and Lastner's board of regent chair is protecting him. It's like they're all in alignment there, not even listening to the what victims had to say. I mean, there was no because it's lies. Yeah, it was just all cherry picked. (laughs) So I mean, it was just sad to see that on display. And that's that's the failure of leadership right there. And that's did did they respond to the LTCs after that emotional did Lastner or or I never heard him say anything. Say no. Anything? The first thing Lastner said was that everything was cherry picked. That was his. That was his response to hearing people have very real claims against the school. That was his response. Oh, it's cherry picked. Well, like I said earlier, if if 
if the Elatise was cherry picked, that's still such a bad case scenario that you should yeah, exactly. have with something. Exactly. Well, and, if, and if it was an isolated in- incident, then you can debunk that real fast. But the yeah. fact that there's stories like this all over the place is. It's and not concerning. just from football and not just yes. from football. Yeah, that that was yeah. what the senators brought up. It wasn't just a football team. Yeah. They said they had heard from other athletes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we can come to agreement that we do need. I mean, we're, what well, what in reality, we're so used to is what Sean was saying earlier. We're so used to seeing inaction. We're so used to seeing things not change, not change mm-hmm. for the better. That that as fans, as the hardcore, that's the bleeding green is that you just have to tolerate all of these crazy decisions year after year after year after year when they, they don't make any sense, but you have to tolerate them and you have to be able to, um, you know, uh, just, you know, just deal with it because as a fan, that's what you're used to. That's what you're used to dealing yes, with. And that's, that's what we're trying I, to say. I, and that's how I answered the question based on my past experience as a UH sports fan. Yeah. I know that <laughs> things aren't going to change. You just have to deal with it. And that's what we're so, saying, but we need to be more firm in saying what we need, what we want to see, because in Hawaii, we, we, and that's the same, we internalize a plantation mentality. We do it too. I do it too. We all do. And that's a lot of it is like, well, that's what it is. Or that's Madeline, that's the boss. Or it's like, nah, fam, actually question what authority for once in your lives, like this boomer thing of like, oh, this is just the way it is. This is how, like, nah, like. This is new. This is a new way of things. It's 2022. Like time for things to change. If if there was vision in 20, 2007, if there was vision even in the 90s, we wouldn't be in the Pac-12 right yes, now. No doubt. Absolutely. No absolutely. doubt we would be there. Yeah. Because there would be a vision back then. Because Utah is and like people who are like, well, we have this. And yes, there are limitations, but that's because nobody, that, there is only one University of Hawaii. There is only one UH. Right. Well, that's There's what I want our AD like to say. My number one goal every day is to get this team to the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's the vision. I want, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, status quo is easiest for them because it's a nice paycheck and you don't have to – the stakes aren't high and you don't have to be accountable. And that's the problem. They don't want to be accountable. They don't want to be transparent. And that's why they say things like, oh, you cherry-picked. Like, that was, a, like, really the only thing that the president said. Like, oh, you cherry-picked all of these <laughs> things like that's so sad too like oh. do you have any dignity but to say something like that to people who literally have said like this is the worst man i've ever dealt with oh. in my life he's taking away all oh, the passion hey. over and over again and they're like these people were all cherry picked yeah but, yeah like, well this and is, with graham, graham has all these cookie cutter great answers but if what he was saying was was right and like if he if he was buying what he was selling all this crap wouldn't be happening yeah that's no. how I feel. And if they, if they had even talked about it first and they called the coach and made it a right. thing, that would have been the first be step. That would have been the first step out of the darkness yeah, to address, to at least put light on it and say, yeah. address it. And this is what we're going to do going forward. No, do you want to play stupid, silly games and say, oh, I don't know what you're talking about? Exactly. Yeah, that's not, that's not helping guys. Pushing the fans so, away. And, and guess what? Here we are. Here we are. The, how did, how did that work? Hey, crap, this stuff pisses me off. <laughs> well, Shane, any final thoughts now that we are, you know, now solidly moving into the off season, and we have to just see what, like we said, we have until the, the 20th, but I mean, what, what are your final thoughts after all of this? What sticks out to you? Uh, the most? Let's just 
my, you know, my, there's my, just my brain is just going like crazy, like 180 miles an hour. It's like you said, it, it's just, unfortunately we've been through so many crap being full on supporters of this program. It's like, I'm starting to get numb to all of this. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I expect UH to make stupid decisions already or I expect them to do yeah it's like I'm expecting it already and it, that's that's so unfortunate and it's like like I said I you guys know I've been a fan of this program for decades man and it it breaks my heart to see it falling apart like this I literally sometimes nights I cannot sleep because it's just it's just tossing and you know it's just completely going in my head it's just that's all i'm thinking about is oh no we might lose football oh no we might lose football i was like oh and it sucks man it so sucks but uh yeah we got until the 20th and then we'll see what happens because two weeks after that is uh nash the letter yeah signing day so sheesh man we don't have much time bro no, no, we don't. Nope. Well, um, I want to say a uh, shout out to you, Wayne. Happy birthday. You had a lovely <laughs> yeah, uh, vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad the weather was nice and beautiful. Yeah. So good. It yeah. Happy nice. birthday, my man. Mahalo yeah. to everyone who helped us celebrate right there. Everybody who gave me a shout out on social media, I'll go back and check it out. Thank you. I feel loved. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, this is what it is for us, Ohana family, our culture. That's what binds us. Like, we love talking pigeon. We love eating what we love. We love doing those things because it's a part of our culture and that we believe that that's what our, our athletics should reflect that as well. That's, that's what we're asking for. That's what we're demanding because we're here for Hawaii. And I mean, Michael Green said another thing, the only dog, you know, he has in the fight is his love for Hawaii. And, yeah. or There's no other dog he has, but his love for Hawaii. And, and that and that's us as well. It's Thanks. just our love for Hawaii. That's we, we're not getting paid. Um, if you do on another want to want to sponsor some of this show, <laughs> you can now on Venmo. HI Sports Fans is officially business verified on Venmo. So add HI Sports Fans, just send us a five dollar tip for you know um Sean's um big flip-flop today and then reversal <laughs> that we all got to witness. <laughs> Yeah. but uh I just, no <laughs> i just i just think that we we gotta find a way to just survive to survive yeah. this period and yeah. just like you know because we'll be around after this period yes. is over we will find a way to get through it and it's like we have each other yeah it's just it's just really rough it's like this is the most down i've been on uh in a really long time. yeah because you know, like, yeah. like with, at least with norm it was just it was a it was kind of a losing thing you know yeah. yeah this this i just feel like the entire program is sick absolutely and yeah and i it's hard to see a way mm-hmm. out of this i see a it like it's difficult to see a way out because how is change gonna come when all the mechanisms they just continue to deliver the same thing mm-hmm. yeah so it's a systemic thing and how do you how do you cure a system thing i yeah. don't know it, it takes a long it time. Be, it, it might could. be time to blow it up. Yeah. So this is a thing we've been talking about on this show. Thank you for supporting. For those that have reached out about what our next show is, thank you. And you can all, like I said, you want to sponsor, send us a little tip. 
buy yeah. uh, um, you know, whatever you can, you can sponsor $3. this show. Three dollars. I'll take it at HI Sports Fans, um, and that just goes directly to you know the cost for doing this show. So we're gonna have some sponsor packs coming that I have in mind. Also, um, some tickets for you folks and. Uh, t-shirts and ways that you can be supportive and hopefully you can also like i said come on the trips i mean hi sports fans have started as our private tours and we've been doing some amazing you know traveling around the whole world and we have playoff tours coming starting next week kansas city um for the wild card game between the chiefs and the steelers and also monday night football the first ever wild card game on monday night will be the rams at sofi versus the cardinals so if you're interested in either one of those games please reach out uh we're gonna be here uh for another episode next time and we hope you join us again uh for shane lalo head agno and sean iman this is wayne cueto we'll talk to you guys next time aloha go bulls go bulls